Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm not full of excuses, only explanations. Okay. Is that lame? No. It's not. I don't think I'm perfect. You do. If I'm a garbage whore, then you're the landfill. Oh. Oh, God. That was good. Thank you. Unexpected. What a surprise. Why? Because mine are always bad? That one was just super clever. Um, well, the clever one is Tyler. Oh. <laughs> and I'm garbage for it. <laughs> this is Privileged Twinks. <laughs> it's a podcast, sometimes. Where we recap. <laughs> the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. And this week is the reunion part due. Mm-hmm. Yes, the Winter Olympics. <sighs> oh, gosh. I feel like this one was, like, a lot happened, but not... We didn't get anywhere on anything. Yeah, there wasn't a resolution. And they stayed on a couple topics for most of the episode, so. But I actually liked it. This was like the state of the union for Lisa. The state of the housewife, if you will. Yeah. It's it's kind of hard to watch because I I want to root for Lisa. And this, and the last episode, and probably the next episode, are just fully, like, tanking her, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Who do you think won this episode? Or, like, who do you think's winning the reunion so far? Meredith. You think? Mm-hmm. I was going to say Heather, maybe, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess the biggest topics have been revolving around Meredith and Lisa and Mary, even though Mary's not there. So, but no, Heather's always, well, I said always. She's only done two. I think she does well at the reunions. So does Whitney. Uh, but I feel like Whitney's kind of falling into the background on these ones. Yeah, which is probably good, which she wants to do, because... You know, I she's kind of owning up to the pot stirring that she did. She's staying out of it because... Yeah. I just think sometimes I... Maybe her... What her thoughts are aren't as quick... She can't get them out as quickly mm-hmm. as some of the other ones. So then she kind of just gets lost a little bit in the background. Right. You're over... You're overestimating her thought process. That's what you're saying. You think she's further ahead? I think the wheels are turning, and she, but by the time she gets them out of her mouth, that it's either like already passed or someone else is already speaking. And then, unless like Heather's like let Whitney speak, or uh, then like she doesn't really get that much out at, in these two. Yeah. Or maybe she had like really bad response to the last one, and she just wanted to stay a little more neutral. I don't know. Yeah, and I also think it's probably a byproduct of her like relationship with. The other cast members, well, maybe not all of them, but some of them, where 
they're just used to dismissing her because either she gets on the nerves or she comes across a certain way and they're just like, meh. Maybe. You know, when really they shouldn't. I don't know. How do you think Andy's doing? <laughs> I always love Andy reunions. <laughs> He's doing a lot of raise your hands. Yeah. He only asked the one question that I was like, okay, that was... Well, it hasn't even happened yet. It's on the next, next episode. Week. Yeah, when he asks all of them if he thinks Jen's actually... Or could be guilty or is guilty. I mean, that's... <laughs> shady boots. It's beyond shady boots. Those are fighting. Like, I mean, maybe it's a question. I mean, do you want to know the answer? Probably. It's like the or ultimate yes. who should go home tonight, but it's about prison. <laughs> yeah. And it's also... But those are like relationship ending questions. Like, yeah. if you are innocent, if you truly are innocent, or you, be- or you didn't do anything purposefully wrong, and your friends think so like so little of you as to just assume that you did them wrong or like they believe that you would do something illegal like that or something as heinous as i feel like they're all gonna say no right but they did show jen crying uh, but that could have been from something else uh, um, she also looks like she blows up on lisa which could make her cry too oh yeah true true Anyways, we'll see how it goes. Anyways, let's get into this episode, not next week. <laughs> 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 Alright, we start right back up with Jen and Lisa having just said that she loves Jen, as controversial as that may be. Um, but then she immediately backtracks and says she's sorry for how it landed. Um, and then Meredith, again, is like at Mary's luncheon did I have your back, Lisa? Mm-hmm. And then later in the episode, they felt the need to replay them as if we didn't remember two instances. Yeah, I was going to say. He <laughs> talked about it like she was building a case, which, I mean, she was. But, like you said, it was like twice. I don't think we, you know. It was... We didn't need the flashback <laughs> no. to 33 minutes before. Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> you know. And they pointed it out multiple times. I was yeah. Like, okay, we got it. Um, then Andy, like, asks Jenny why she didn't stand up for Lisa in the van when they were just, like, by herself and Heather and Whitney, and she just dismisses it, basically. No, she does not answer it. She answers made-up questions. She either pretends that she didn't understand (laughs) the question, or she just answered a different question, and then acted like she was done. And they're like, okay, moving on. She's like, I did defend her. And he's like, no, you didn't. (laughs) And she's like, I defend her. Yeah. Point done. That's it. Um, then I feel wait, like... Wait, wait, wait. Oh, what? But would you do that? I mean, do you think she was right or wrong for that? Because part of it's like, okay, I... This is my friend, but this is a unique, like, group of people. She doesn't know them, and she also... Because it was, like, toward the beginning of the season, still, I feel like. And she didn't... It's not like she joined in and started talking shit. I don't know. Yeah. Well, the question is, isn't... Why did you betray me and join in on it? It was, why didn't you defend her? Um, because Lisa did those things, and Jenny probably knew it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's not anything really to defend. Yeah, but assuming she doesn't know, let's just say hypothetically, Jenny doesn't know anything. And these are, you're, that's your good friend, and you're on the bus, and these other people who are part of this friend group that you're, or this cast that you're in now, are talking mad shit about her that maybe you don't agree with. Are you going to sit back and watch it, or are you going to say something? 
I would probably say something, but also if I felt like they were true, then I'd probably join in. Oh. <laughs> Honest. Okay. I just know myself. Like, if, if people are talking shit and I agree with it, I'm going to also talk shit. Okay. Yeah. So, I, I think, but I think the reason, I think you're right, sorry, in that she didn't defend her because she was like, uh-huh. All right. <laughs> or knows enough about her to suspect maybe that was the case. That's how it comes across. Yeah. I mean, also they're friends, but I, it feels like they're probably just more acquaintances. But I think when you get on a show like this, you have to pick your well, sides. Yes. And also, Lisa has a strange concept of friendship because she <laughs> says all these flowery <laughs> things about her friends and she does not act like her Meredith, like I've said this before and I will say it again. They do not come across as good friends. They did not season one. Yeah. They certainly did not season two. And her and Angie. You know. Same we, kind of vibes. She just doesn't, I mean, like, I, when she says my good friend for so long, I don't know if that means anything to me. Like, yeah. how do you actually act with your good friends? That, or do you have any good friends, actually? I don't know. Damn. But I feel like Ginny's in the same boat as Meredith. I don't think they're actually buddies. Yeah. That's kind of what I thought, too. But she was, I feel like, defending Lisa blindly this whole reunion, though. Ginny. Yeah. She's either not saying anything or she's saying something f- uh, like for Lisa's side. Gotcha. Don't you think? I I, I couldn't tell you, honestly, because she hasn't <laughs> said much. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay, then we like learn... It seems like Andy's trying to throw out a bunch of questions that he thinks might lead to drama and like nothing's hitting. Because mm. then he asks about... When Lisa went to Mary's room in Vale and, like, told her everything that, like, blamed it all on Whitney, even though she was the one talking about it all night, and that doesn't lead anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he starts, like, asking Lisa why she said that Meredith was at her mom's reunion, or, uh, <laughs> what am I saying? Her dad's memorial. memorial. <laughs> mom's reunion, same thing. Uh, she says, um, she says, Lisa said that on the phone, Meredith said, I'm at the, at the, God. Memorial. Memorial. Lord. (laughs) Finale. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, that kind of doesn't go too much where I thought it would go. Well, it, I mean, it definitely escalated and it ended in a stalemate. Not a stalemate, it just ended with them saying, like, basically one of them saying, one of them is lying. Right. Lisa's adamant that Meredith said it. Meredith said, absolutely not. I was in a bathtub in Vail. It would be weird for Meredith to say it when they're, like, all on their way to see her. Like, yeah. I, why would she, why is that something she would lie about? But also the phone, I mean, when they played that clip, you can hear Meredith. Right. 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 So they, you would think that if... So if they had the audio... Well, she put it on speaker, and she said she heard... Oh, okay. She said she said that on... Not on speaker, and then gotcha. she put it on speaker. Gotcha. So then they break for lunch, which was weird, because it was, like, right at the beginning of the episode. I know the time is not... It's not all edited the same, but it just seemed mm-hmm. weird to... We get, like, nothing, and then they go to lunch. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then this is when Lisa said the whole, like, you guys know what you were doing when you put that rant in there, give everybody an excuse to hate me. Um, and then... You 
peeled back the curtain and saw who I really was, and now it's hard for me to maintain the facade of who I'm trying to appear to be on TV. Uh, mad. <laughs> yeah. It, it is interesting to me, I think, what you were saying last week, if this show would have, if the reunion would have happened after it aired and everybody on Twitter was like, Praising her for that moment, basically. Yeah. Do you think that she would have gone into no. this whole thing with a different mindset of, like, no. owning it? Yes. I think she would have been more confident and Because I feel like she thinks this makes her very vulnerable. Yeah. So she's super defensive. And it, it I'm not saying what she said was, especially if it's all of it's false. You know, like, that's heinous and rude and a bad friend, right? Yeah. All things aside. But the good thing about it was, like, this is the first time. It sounds like what you're saying is what you actually mean, and it felt real. Yeah. Even if you don't think she's a whore, your emotion resonated. Whereas most of the time, are you happy? Are you sad? We don't know. Whereas you were angry, and you let it out. Most of the time, she's screaming how she wants you to think she's feeling. Exactly. <laughs> so this is the first time that we could clearly see like where your emotions and your actions and your words all lined up. Yeah. And that was refreshing. And I feel like Heather was trying to say that last time. When she was like, it, it was actually genuine, so just own it. Exactly. So you, it, it would have been fine if she would have said, none of it's true, I was angry, and it just came out. Yeah. Like, there you go. I mean, maybe your friendship doesn't recover, but like, as a viewer, I'm like, I can respect that. Yeah. You know? And then just do that all the time. Just be real. But instead, she's not doing that. She's not doing that. She's playing checkers. <laughs> Hop, yeah. Hopping around the board trying to cover the angles. She's hopping around saying anything that she... Like, I don't know. She she came up with a very unhinged this episode, I feel like. Yeah, it's hard. Well, because she's trying to hold up the curtain on all sides. Yeah. It's like, you can't. Like, just... No, but I mean... And she's like, people are trying to break her. It's like, I, I'm not trying to break you. I'm trying to break the shell that you built around yourself. Because it's nobody wants that. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so then they all come back in. Well, Meredith tells Seth on the phone that she already cried when he was like, oh, no. Mm. And then they all come back in, and Andy says, oh, get Cher back to her seat. Diva. And then he says, who here has received mean texts from Mary? And they all raise their hand except Jenny. Um, and then... The, this is what I'm talking about. I think that his questions just aren't going anywhere. Because mm-hmm. he basically was like, to Meredith, what did she say? And then she was just like, oh, it was like after the glass or thing. But he didn't, didn't say, reveal anything. Yeah. I don't think she's going to actually say, because they are yeah still friends, I guess, what she actually said. But I forgot about the the one Whitney read, and that was like, I forgot how, that it was, was mean, yeah. very mean. And it went on for like a long time. Like, I can see Mary, it's almost like whatever Mary says in her confessionals, she texts them. Yeah. Because she doesn't say those things necessarily to their faces all the time, but when she's in a fit of rage or in a confessional, she just, like, blurts out things. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, and since she's a facsimile of God, (laughs) that's fine. (laughs) Yeah, just loving thy neighbor or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Not judging, <laughs> being supportive. <laughs> None of that uh, applies. So then this is when Andy like turns to Ginny and said, why did you 
why, like, are you the only one that's not afraid of Mary? And she said she's not afraid of anybody. And then Heather said she thinks that Mary's not there because of Jenny, basically. Because she actually, like, stood up to her in her face and Mm -hmm. kind of yells at her. Where all the other ones kind of just say, bad Mary. Um, Do you agree with that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Don't you think so? Yeah, I don't... I mean, I think that's probably part of it. But I think ultimately it was more... Like, the only thing that was going to happen this reunion to Mary was the... The beatdown. Yeah, it was going to be a long conversation about multiple topics. They were going to talk about her church, her And the only person on her side is Meredith. Her Yes, her relationship to uh, her husband, yeah. <laughs> which is strange. And... Uh, Fair. The, and yeah, all the accusations. <laughs> None of the... And then also all the comments that she made. The... You know, the Mexican comment, the slanted eye comment. Yeah. The impersonation. I mean, it, there just wasn't... I, I don't know if there was really much good that was going to get discussed. From yeah. Her. Except, you know, she's good TV in the sense of, like, her some of her one-liners and confessionals are funny. I also think, especially outrageous. in the age of... I don't want to say cancel culture, but cancel culture. Uh, I feel like it'd be difficult to come on there and... Like, what are you going to say? You said those things, Mm -hmm. and you're going to come on there, and you're either going to deny that they were bad, which would be worse, or you're going to have to own up to them, which I don't think she could would want to do. Clearly, she already told Andy on the phone. Yeah. She doesn't think she can be racist, so... I don't... Yeah. I don't think she wanted to... It wouldn't... Nothing that happened this season to discuss in the reunion would have been good for her. Right. I don't think. Right. So So she just avoided it. Right. I mean, I'm. They were saying that they were glad she was, or that they were sad she wasn't there to, you know, talk about things. Which maybe they were saying they're sad that she's not there to like own up and suffer for all the right. stuff she did. Uh, maybe that was a real meaning. But I'm kind of glad she's not there. I don't think it was like going to be anything good, you know. And yeah, but and she left. I mean, I'm. I was ready for her to go. Like, I mean, she. Like, it's, I guess I. At this point, I don't know if I would support a, like a spinoff of her just by herself. But prior to some of these things, I would have been like, you know, she would have made a good TV show just herself. Yeah. But now I don't think. I mean, I just wouldn't support it. I don't think. But uh, I would have wanted. But like not. during the cult situation, like like this next question, Andy says, like you all, you three of you have been to her church. Do you guys think it's a cult? That is something I would have liked to see Mary's reaction to. Yeah. Um, just also Meredith says no, and I was—I just don't know how you can watch that episode and think no because she framed it from when because he asked him when you went like you've all been there. Yeah. She's like when I—I I think she said when I was there, there was nothing that came. Over. I think she was yeah. thinking about the times that she was present. But Whitney was like, I was the, when I was there, it didn't seem like that. But then I'm starting to think it now after seeing Jen's time there. I'm just saying she was towing the line. Yeah. Of, she found a way to say it without saying, say to get out of the question. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then Jen says that she thinks every church is a cult to an extent. I mean, <laughs> some are just bigger than others and then but then she said that it was like a mother's day tribute which i don't think they got they said that in the show 
It was a Mother's Day tribute only to Mary. It doesn't make it any less weird. <laughs> it makes it more weird, is yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, you're right. Um, and then, she, like, Whitney said that she thought, she does think, like, that Jen, or that Mary puts the fear of God, like, she thinks, she can hold that against you, basically. Right. If she's the leader of the church and she has some kind of special connection to God, yeah, then she can use that connection against you if you make her mad. Yeah. Or go against whatever. That is not new in the religious playbook of history. So, but... Yeah, but I don't... I think this day and age, I don't know that many pastors or whatever she is mm-hmm. as does that to people. Right. I'm just saying it's not a new concept, but... No. I guess maybe in the sense but of a... every, like, pastor I've ever TV known show? or it, priest, it is, it's very much like they want to show the love of God, not hold him over your head. All right. Well, um, you haven't met many Baptists. That's true. <laughs> I, I've only been in uh, more of the fear. Of, it's more of the fear of God. But not from them, just in general. Hellfire and damnation. <laughs> uh, so then Jenny said, like, why are we so obsessed with Mary and her church? Why do we have to talk about that so much? And then uh, Heather immediately says, because Lisa brought Cameron on the show. <laughs> Ooh, T-T-T. I'm so glad she said that. Yeah. Okay, Lisa, I'm kind of mad. Because I'm like, I, I think it was reasonable to be like, is Lisa like doing a redemption arc on this show? Because it started off very like. You mean the season or on the reunion? On the show. Because remember at the beginning it was very like this little string puller puppet master over here that's like <laughs> too obvious. Yeah. And then maybe she backed off. I don't know why, but like over the following episodes it started to feel like she was having a redemption moment in our eyes. Yeah, 100%. Um, but now with the reunion, I'm like, it's now I just feel, I'm like, no, she's still <laughs> the same. And she was, and I was starting but, to question whether or not she knew what she was doing. And and I don't know why I did that, because it's very clear that she knew exactly what she was doing. You don't, you had us, you, through production, got to a restaurant, sat down with this person <laughs> on camera. You do not do that for no reason. Yeah. There was a reason. What was that reason? I mean, and I the reason that. was, and the only connection that this man has to their group is the fact that he knows shit about Mary. Therefore, you were starting shit about Mary. Yeah. You cannot skirt that. Right. I don't think you can, I, I don't think she can deny that. It's just, well, she did. I, that's what I was gonna say. That's what comes off as that's what's making you not like her. Now again, she's saying is because she's saying you're stupid. She's still saying you didn't. She didn't do anything, and it's so obvious that she did something. Yes, and so she's looking at all the viewers and being like, "Y'all are dumb." If she turned to Heather in this moment and said, "Yeah, I brought Cameron in because I want to fucking talk shit about Mary," then they would love her. Yeah, we would respect the shit out of yeah. that because somebody was like. I mean, I wasn't against the fact that they were trying to do it. But part of me, like, even though she's coming off as unhinged and whatever, like you said, like, the shell is just breaking all around her, I feel like I still like her more. <laughs> like, after having the whole season, like, watching this episode just makes me feel like, I don't know. She's just so... She's just so 
in denial, but yet so standing up for herself that I think the the defense is respectable. Yeah, you know she's not she doesn't take shit from people, and she's just for some reason the delivery of it all is just funny. Mm, okay, like when she's like no 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 no. <laughs> And then immediately turned to Andy and like crying about Cameron and then going back to I was like, this is she's just gonna get emotional. Doing it's like she it's like that thing when you're late and then you get to dinner and then you accidentally like eat your whole food really fast. That's what she's doing this whole episode. But about like who knows what, I feel like. Yeah. Someone she's says something and she's like, no, I am sorry. No, I actually am doing this and um I didn't do that on purpose and I, yeah, I'm sorry, Meredith, I love you. Yeah. It was, it was very that. You're right. Yeah. Okay. So she does say that she's devastated that he's no longer here because mm-hmm. we did find out that Cameron died. Um, and then Andy's kind of like asking about uh, why Cameron was at the party and they started saying something about him being on the board and they were all like, he wasn't on the board. Do that was the whole line of why he because remember we said originally yeah. that she brought him to in, so that he could be the vehicle of information on Lisa's behalf. Yeah. But then her defense was because they created it was that he was on the board of the charity that was the Fresh Wolf event. Going to be the beneficiary of Fresh Wolf sales or whatever. Fresh yeah. Wolf. Fresh wolf. <laughs> uh, and that's why he was there. And, and it sound, she made it sound like they had, they were able to invite people as well to the event. And so he was on their guest list. I'm sure she had something to do with that. Yeah. You know, but it turns Even out. Even if he was just there, he, she literally made him go talk to Meredith. Exactly. <laughs> and it, so it turns out that was a lie. Cause he, it sounds like he was trying to be on the board. He was in the process of yeah. becoming on the board, but he wasn't at the time. So, just, you know, why not just say he's affiliated with the... Yeah. Why did you have to say... Anyways. And then, like you said, it doesn't matter if he's there or not. If you you introduced them, so clearly. Yeah. And said, this is Mary's good friend. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I.e., I'm bringing up Mary. So oh, I have to go do this photo shoot. Yeah. Oh, she knows a lot about Mary. You guys can talk about that. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. Yeah. So then Meredith kind of says that Lisa off camera said that the 300000 wasn't actually, that he didn't actually do that. Give that to Mary. Right. And that it was like way less. 10% of that, which is 30000 30, which is still a lot of money. Is but a lot of money. if he's really rich and they were having an affair, that's not an insane amount of money. Yeah. I mean, she was saying that he has like a really, had a really nice house at the time. I don't right. know. I'm just saying. I mean, it's it would still be manipulative as a well. I guess if it was just a pastor relationship, like a leader of a church, and you got somebody to do that. But if it was more, and you were like, even if secretly partners, then maybe does that make it less bad, less manipulative? It's more just like I'm thinking about if you needed thirty thousand dollars or something, like we would make it work. So if that means mortgaging the house, like if it depends you don't know how serious they were. You know what I mean? Right. But she was married. She I know. Another man. Or but married. we can tell there's no love there. So who yeah, knows if they were yeah, even yeah, in the yeah. same house. True, 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 true. At the same time. I don't know. I, I'm just saying three hundred thousand is very different than thirty thousand in that if you need to make something work, three hundred thousand sounds like an insane number. 30,000 yeah. sounds like we can figure something out. Yeah. And it also makes sense in the uh, 
I guess to me, the whole lover thing, if that was the case, makes it not as bad, like you said. So I guess ultimately is my feeling on it because then it's like your partner's trying to help you. But then after you, after it's over, then you're like, wow, that was really a fucked up thing to do. Yeah. And I mean, it is like if he, if she's in a place of power in a church that is, if she is or was at the time considered like almost like a cult leader, then that is taking advantage of someone. Yeah. Especially even if they were in a relationship. Your follower. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Cause even if they're in a relationship, you know, if she's using her influence with God yeah. <laughs> to pressure him into giving her money, then that's still the same. Or giving her bad. a relationship with him. Oh, yeah. Oh, ooh. 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 <laughs> the twists and the turns. The mystery. Yeah, who knows? Um. Okay, then, like, a bunch of stuff happens... Andy asks Lisa why she was mad at Whitney for calling Cameron, and then she brought out all these texts, but I didn't understand. Andy, like, read them out loud, and I didn't understand what they, why she had them even, like, what they even meant. Well, I think the point of it was that Whitney reached out to Cameron, and then Cameron reached out to Lisa saying that it had happened and that he didn't tell her anything. Because gotcha. he didn't know him or trust her. And, and Lisa was saying she didn't think it was appropriate for Whitney to do that because she didn't know him. It's Lisa's friend. Why are you prying into his business? But I agree with Whitney. You brought somebody on the show to give up information about somebody else. Yeah. And then you don't want to answer questions. And plus, she doesn't think you're trustworthy anyways. So go to... I mean, it's research. She's not asking him for his social security. You yeah. know? Or his... Uh, how would your mama... She said, you said this? Did you say this? <laughs> I don't think that's weird. No, I don't think so either. So. Um, we also find out that apparently there's like a support group for ex-members of Mary's church. Yeah, that says a lot. Yeah. That says that there's a lot of people, too, that felt manipulated. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But you gotta have a support group. Yeah. I mean, even if it's like ten people, that's a lot of people. Yeah. That feel emotionally damaged. I mean, I really... Do you feel like that just says all that you need to hear about it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The people that were on the inside got out, and now they are emotionally Damaged. messed up. Like, that That says something. Yeah. That says all you need to know, yeah. Okay, so then they go, and they look at... They do, like, a look back at all the Real House kids, um, and we get our final, probably, vi- mm. vision of the, Carlin. The real tragedy. <laughs> I know. She was so cute. I also, like, forgot she said that. We didn't talk about that at all. Oh, the Asian-Bajian thing? Yeah. Bajian. <laughs> um, And then Andy asks, how's Brooke's fashion line? Oh. And Meredith says, he's about to graduate from NYU. And he's running a business. So he's very busy and I'm very proud of him. It's very intense. But you have a merch website. <laughs> I'm sorry. And that's I mean it is technically a business and he's making money from it. I mean all of his stuff's always sold out. So good on him. But I don't think having hoodies with your name printed on them is necessarily running a business or taking up much of your time. Mm-hmm. Just a label. Yeah. Not I said yeah, less design, more label. Yeah. So, I guess, no, that's right. Merch is the best way to put it. Yeah. It's literally merch. It's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a hoodie with his name on it. Right. Okay. Agreed. 
Okay, so then Jen basically says that, like, her kid didn't want his, her to decorate his locker to the point where he doesn't even have a locker. That's so sad. <laughs> I know. I, like, I didn't know. I thought she was kidding. she tried to do I it. She meant she really was So he kidding. was right. <laughs> he said, you ain't gonna play me. So then, I don't know. Sometimes I hate when Andy asks these questions because it's like, some viewers thought that Heather was living vicariously through Ashley. And I'm like, okay, so you're just reading shit tweets, basically. I mean, that's a lot of what they do. I know, but they aren't I mean, like they, the they official have, questions. He always puts out a post I know. for the reunion asking people to, and then I'm sure an intern, you know, goes through, well, maybe they have social, whatever, goes through and reads all of them and probably says these these are the questions that came up the most. Yeah, but this, I mean, this one wasn't a question from, yeah, I guess you're right. Comments. People were commenting on this a lot. Yeah. Whatever. I'm sure there were a lot of moms out there that were uncomfortable with that. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, I would say. Because they wouldn't say, don't, because some people are going to have the viewpoint of don't encourage, like, there's enough temptation in college anyways, don't, especially with girls, don't encourage them to be wild. Those can be dangerous situations. But I don't think she was. She literally was saying be careful with it. Exactly. But, I mean, some moms are going to view that. And also some, I don't know, if you, there's a lot of people, especially in, I'm sure Mormon and, but Christian in general, that they shelter their kids hardcore. Yeah. You know? And I was very sheltered. For most of my childhood. So, like, you can't, you know, you're not prepared for things. And also, and I think in a large part, maybe, like, maybe you don't need to encourage your kid in the same, maybe, I don't know. I don't remember exactly what she said. Maybe you don't have to be like, yes, go do it. Be wild. Just be like, listen, this is the time to be wild if that's what you want to do. Yeah. Um, But also, this this part is kind of made me relate to my mom a little bit. Uh In that her philosophy was, like... If we went to a party, and at the party, my parents were going to be there, then she would let us have some booze, like, when we were 18. Uh And it was to, like, say, oh, I know you're going to college, and you will definitely underage drink (laughs) in college. So she she was like, I'd rather you... Learn. First couple times being drunk, be, like, in a safe environment where I'm here, protected. I don't think Heather can say those things if she's doing those... On the show. Because right. her daughter's underage. Oh, right. For sure. So, I I feel like there's probably more to the story. It's just what we get is these little snippets of it. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's, I mean, and I agree with this. I feel like I don't understand the parental viewpoint a lot of the times of, like, especially sheltering to that extent. Not that Heather is, but just in general with parents. Your job is to make sure your child is, like, prepared to be an adult once they're out of your house. And yeah. so like you said, it's not just for drinking, but like all things like financially, like there's so many things that parents should be like, don't shield your kids from reality. Like this is what you're going to have to deal with. Please learn how to do it while I can help you. And then when you go out, you can like survive. Yeah. Anyways. Um, okay. So then Jen turns to Lisa and says that Meredith, that she doesn't think Meredith has been a great, great friend to Lisa. And uh, Jen basically says that she thinks that Lisa's just hurt because Meredith was such good friends with Mary the whole time. And Lisa said, I was not hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel pain. And then Heather said, clearly you were because you called everyone a garbage whore behind... Like, yeah. <laughs> Heather keeps bringing it up over and over again. Heather's just not letting Lisa get away with... Yeah. Pretending. Yeah. 
So she's over it. And, and I like, am Don't too. put words in my mouth. And she said, there were subtitles. <laughs> yes. Nobody put those words, bitch. <laughs> you did it. Yeah. And then Meredith, uh, they show the recap here of all the, quote, evidence that she has of how much she's backed Lisa up the whole season. Mm-hmm. Two times. Twice. <laughs> Exhibit two. Or right. B. Andy. <laughs> and then um, she basically blames Lisa at that dinner for starting the fight with Mary. Calling Mary fake. Right. Which I don't really... I don't think that's accurate. No. Mary was literally provoking everybody at the table before uh-huh. Lisa called her fake. Yeah. But I understand what she was saying and that she didn't want to... Like, she was just not going to... Like, two people that she's allegedly friends with... Are fighting. She's just not going to get involved. Yeah. So then Meredith says she basically can't believe that that dinner is what could cause you to go into that crazy tirade. Um, and then she starts. Meredith starts crying, but she like it looked fake to me. That's the Botox. You think? Yeah. I didn't. I guess I've never. I guess I haven't paid that much attention to Botox people crying. Lisa. When she's like, I'm getting emotional. Okay, but I think Lisa's really are fake. Okay, I don't think she was actually crying, but it looked really almost comical because like not much was really moving. I guess Which is okay. That's not a read against Sometimes I just forget that they are. It's just hard to tell people's emotions sometimes because they're locked. When I watch Housewives, I like fully... Between Housewives and Drag Race, I fully forget that these people even have work done. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Super desensitized. Yeah. Like lip filler and cheek filler and all, all the fillers and all the Botox. Are yeah. Just normal. But the reason she started crying is because basically she thought that Lisa handled her dad's passing like not how a friend would have. Midget, the way she said it was true, she didn't. Right. She said that three days before he died... She basically was on the phone saying he's going to die soon. And then two days after he died, she still hadn't said anything. And so then she called Lisa and then Lisa just started talking shit about Jen. for some No, reason. that's not. So what she said was that um, she told her three days, like you said, three days before that he was dying. Yeah. She said that Lisa did not check up on her. Um, two days after he had passed, she called Lisa to let her know that he had passed. Yeah. And then she invited her for a Shabbat dinner. Right? This isn't long after. And the only thing in this time when she's vulnerable and Lisa hasn't been there for the way she says, the only thing she's talking about is trying to make Meredith be friends with Jen. Which is a sensitive topic anyways, on top of the fact that she's suffering the loss of her father. And the fact that her friend wasn't supportive through that process. Yeah, I forgot about that. So, and Lisa... Insists that she was there for her and called her. But th- this is another, like, one of them is lying. Because, just like before, with the memorial statement. Like, who's it's either you're right or she's right. There's, you can't say that I called you, I checked in on you, I was there for you. And then she's saying, I felt alone. It's a you weird, weren't there for me. Yeah. It's a weird... Like, the way that Lisa's saying it all doesn't... It sounds like she's lying. Right. Well, and, but, and that's the thing. And she might actually not, like, one of these things, she might be telling the truth, but it's hard to believe her because everything is so controlled. Right. Or just so say, Meredith, you and I weren't that close to friends, so all we talk about is the stuff on the show. Okay. Yeah. That's what I want to hear. 
That's what it feels like. Or she could say, I was really, I'm really mad at you since we started this show and I couldn't be there for you. Or I chose not to be there for you because I'm mad at you. Or something. But that wouldn't come off as good, though. Wow. Well, whatever. So then Heather says that the day after her dad died, Lisa was like, how's your dad? Right. (laughs) Which I I will say, that's, I mean, you don't know people's business all the time. Right. And I guess, I, I suppose it depends on how things are, how information is disseminated. Like if somebody, if she posted online that her dad had passed and everybody was talking about it prior to that then maybe that's a little weird that she doesn't know yeah but at the same time the following i mean i don't think it's weird that a day after and if she didn't know then she checked up on it but i think heather was just saying she understands how it makes you feel because it's like you clearly weren't staying on top of it yeah but not that i would expect i mean would you expect somebody to do that though i mean i think that's a genuine thing like how is your dad doing if you didn't know if you know he's not well yeah no, no, no. I think... You mean just in general? How's your family? No. That was the top. I think. How's your family? How's your mom? How's your dad? I'm asking no. you. You're saying people no, should be no, no, no. checking in on everything. I think if she knew that her dad wasn't doing well... I mean, we don't really know what he died of, do we? No, Heather's dad? I don't remember. So, if she knew he wasn't doing well, she might not have known he was on his deathbed. And she might have just been like, is he doing better? Yeah, exactly. I, don't like, think, I think it's, it's a, a genuine question. I'm not, genuine she, text. I think the way she said it, because she said, Heather was like, that wasn't an attack on you, Lisa. It was more of like, I understand how you feel, Meredith. Yeah. Because I think she was saying, like, she's grieving over the loss of her dad, and then somebody who knows her doesn't even know that it's happened. So maybe it just makes you feel unseen or alone or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. But it did kind of feel like an, it started off as like a uh, an attack against Lisa, but she's saying it's not. So I'm very confused by that. What do you think? I don't know. I just think, I, I think Heather just probably just should have let, let that out. That's just like trying to assassinate her character and make her feel, be like, you don't care about our families. Yeah, I agree. Um. Okay, so then basically meredith is like i needed you you should have been my friend i was hurting and i loved i thought i loved you and like that was wrong or whatever and then lisa's kind of like i'm sorry i was there i was there and andy was like lisa this isn't landing and lisa said it is landing (laughs) she's like i am i am landed i am landed i know and she's like i was there so yeah delusion it, the thing is, if your friend is telling you when my dad died, you weren't there for me, then you just say sorry. I should have been Which is better. what Whitney was getting at later, Yeah, I think. But I don't... I, the way she did that was very smug. Because so even like, if she... Even if Lisa feels like she was there for her, just say, I was trying to be, but if I wasn't there for you as much as I should have been, that's my fault. Something like that. Right. So how someone feels, you can't deny that. You can't say, no, I, no, I wasn't I, I understand her, I, I understand Lisa's propensity to explain things, because I think I do this sometimes. Yeah. It's like, I'm not trying to not take ownership of something, but on the same time, at the same time, okay, wait, let me get my brain together, because there's a bigger picture here. The way Lisa attempts to explain everything, all the time, why she did something, and her viewpoint, to is... Because the main thing going on in her brain is how she's 
feeling the need to explain it because her biggest concern is how she appears yeah. to these other people in this in her actions in these situations. Therefore, you come across like these people are saying you don't care. You're not being genuine. You don't care about me because your number one concern is making sure that you come off as good as possible. Yeah. So just being like she said, just be quiet and say, I'm sorry. What I said was wrong. Right. And just leave it there. Yeah. I think a little explaining is fine, though. Right? I mean, of course, if you want to make a case for yourself, yes. And I don't think, yeah, what you were saying later on soon, Whitney basically says, Lisa, I think you should just, like, shut your mouth sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I think she's, it's a little oversimplified, but she's right. If Lisa were to just sit back and listen and then take ownership or say sorry but not the way you do that is not by cutting everybody else off and saying that you are doing that. Yeah. So then Andy reads everything that Lisa said. This was hilarious. He reads it very slow and like somber. And they also played this clip before. So we heard the whole thing again and then he read it on the cue card. They played it before on this episode? I think so. I'm pretty uh, sure because I remember, like, I was like, "Why is he reading?" We just listened to this. I think it was last episode, but, but it was also so much worse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought the way he the slow, kind of deadpan, yeah, line by line. I was like, "Oh, that's bad." <laughs> it sounds so if much that worse. If that was like written down on a piece of paper, it would be long. Yes. Um, I thought she was in the room with somebody too, and she said she was just talking to herself. She was. There was a producer in there. When she opens the microphone door, she was in there. But there was somebody else in there, I mean. But I don't know. She said she was just talking to herself. But I think she just kind of means, like, she just walked in the room. The only other person that was in there was a producer, and she was like... Gotcha. Also, the thing about this, too, is that I don't remember at any point of her saying she didn't believe... Like, I think she might have said she didn't mean it. But, like, she didn't say, she didn't believe it. Like, she didn't say this was wrong. Well, okay, first of all, first, Meredith is basically just like, it made me sick, it took me an hour to watch it, how do you think my kids are going to feel watching that? Mm -hmm. And that is a thing, I mean, if somebody said those things about you, I know you're not my kid, but... (laughs) It'd be hard. If you watched those, you would hate that person forever, Mm. as a family member. And I think the same thing would be said about her kids. Mm. And if she's a family friend, that's hard. And Meredith's all about her family. Right. And um, this is when Andy said, do you think she's a whore and fucked half of New York? And Lisa was like, no, of course not. And then Whitney says that she's was been telling people that. Oh, I forgot that. Yeah. Like before they even before started Before the filming. season started. Yeah. And she's like, oh, she ask said, Sarah Jane. Ooh. Which is the other girl that was there with Angie that Receipts. Um, so yeah, that doesn't come off as a good case. Um, I mean, do you think she just, she was implying that she's, like, slept with a lot of people? Or do you think she said those exact words? I think that she was probably implying that Meredith gets around. I don't know if she would have said, like, half of New York. But I think, I think this Lisa, when she's mad at somebody, is the type of person. And I, you know, when, a lot of times when people are this, like, when they say things that are this vicious when they're on rants and that loud is a lot of times it's because that's how they talk to themselves in their head so it just makes me think that lisa's very hard on herself Mm. um and says and and says mean things about herself so that whenever she gets mad at somebody else the 
the, her tongue is very sharp already because she's been doing it to herself. Is my opinion. I don't know if that's oh, true. Yeah, or that not. makes sense. And so, because to some people, that outburst was wild. You know, whereas I, I was like, well, you know, when I get mad at people, <laughs> I think it's some fucked up shit. You know what I mean? I don't say it to them. But it felt like she had them on lock, like ready to go. Yeah, because she's probably been, well, and she's been angry at Meredith. Yeah. But she doesn't display her emotions. She doesn't talk about She wants to appear everything's fine. Yeah. She's not upset. She's not mad at Meredith. They're good. She's not hurt. She doesn't have, you know what I, so she doesn't, so she can't express these feelings. They're bottled up and so she stews on it. Yeah. And then it finally all came out. Yeah. She was mad enough to just blah, 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 you know? So I'm sure she's been thinking it for a long time. Yeah. Well, so she says that she, basically she's like, I can't say enough how sorry I am, um, blah, blah. And that she thought, felt like the whole last year Meredith had been rejecting her and that Meredith is allowed to be friends with everybody in the group, but she has like set perimeters on who she can and can't be friends with because of Meredith, which mm-hmm. I think is true. Yeah. There was a little truth there. Yeah. Um, but then Heather... And rejection is a strong emotion for people. Like... Yeah. Rejection makes people go a little wild. Especially in your group, in a group like this on TV, kind of like a forced friendship... And you have one person in your corner, and then the whole season she's turning you, she's like rejecting your friendship, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see where that would make someone very mad and say things. <laughs> yeah. So Heather said, Are you sorry you said it, or are you sorry you got caught? And she said she was sorry she said it. And Heather was like, No, I think you're sorry you got caught because I think you've been saying stuff like this about all of us behind our back forever. And we're not crucifying you for this one moment. Of out like a one random moment, we know you say this, but now we've seen it, exactly what it is when you were caught, and so we're crucifying you because it was finally revealed, and now we can say, okay, so she has been do- saying everything that we think she's saying about everything that people, yeah, everything you've heard that she's been saying about you is true because she does say the things that are this mean, yeah. But then Heather immediately was like, "I was starting to feel bad for you because I think Meredith really wasn't like standing up for you the whole season." Um, and Heather said, you know, cause I blindly stand up for Jen, even though she said mean things about me. <laughs> and Jen was like, bitch, I will stop saying that I said those She said, but it's true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but, I think she's right. Yeah, I agree. But I just, when I thought I she, that flashback to Zion, I was like, oh, when her, when Heather and Lisa were kind of ha- becoming friends. Yeah. It made me sad to look back on. Yeah. Cause that was a positive. Yeah. Nice moment. Uh, I think, and I think Heather explained herself very well. Because at first I was like, what are, okay, this comment about Meredith not being there for Lisa. Um, but then she explained it as far as, like, how she, in comparison, in comparing herself as a friend to Meredith as a friend, then Meredith would hasn't shown up for Lisa the way Heather would if she were in Meredith's shoes. So yeah. I was like, that's a little more, I, I can, that's okay. Yeah. So so then Lisa kind of is starting to break down even more. And she's like, everyone wants to break me all the time. And Jen was kind of like, you don't have to be so strong. And Lisa said, I do. Yeah, that was weird. I was like, okay, therapy time. Yeah. Like, you need therapy. <laughs> and then Whitney said the thing where she was basically like, stop talking and listen to people. And Andy asked where their friendship's going to go. And Lisa said, I'm very sorry. I hope we can work it out. And Meredith said she's devastated and needs to process it. Oh, yeah. For, it's a, it's only been. She Who just knows? watched it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Whereas we've had weeks to 
ponder it. <laughs> it's also one of those things that, like, since this is months after it was filmed, they I'm sure they've had a relationship from then on and, like, talked and stuff. And now to think, like, this person was harboring all this stuff and you had no idea for how long. It's, like, a weird thing to watch that unfold from months ago and then think about the whole months that happened in between there where you didn't know about it. Yeah. I think she implied that she had texted Meredith and let her know. That I'm she... sure she didn't tell her everything. Exactly. And I don't think... And to and, the and, and the delivery, which she was really hung up on. I thought... Actually, I think how mad Lisa was was is kind of a defense of what she said. Because to me... Sometimes when people are angry, they say things that they don't mean because they feel so bad. And so yeah, I can believe you more if you say, I didn't mean those things. Those aren't true. I was just really mad. I can take that. If somebody's like calm and just is saying all that stuff, then no, you believe that. You mean it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it would be hard to deny that. So I think the fact that she said it, she was like in such a rage is like beneficial to her. Yeah. But I, what do you... What would you think if you were in Meredith's shoes and you just like? I think it would just, just pick one of your good friends. Yeah, I think it would end the friendship. I yeah. It's hard to see those things and be like, oh, that's how you really feel, and then just try to fix it, right? Because they feel that way. And you wouldn't that always kind of be in the back of your head, yeah. like this person's gonna flip out again? A hundred percent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think they will patch it up for the show, or do you think I don't know? Meredith's pretty. I think they will because I've seen them like filming and they were on a bar bus. What was what's that? Party bus. The little pedal bars. Oh. Uh, you know I'm what I'm sure. talking yeah, about. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. I don't know what they're called. And they were all like hugging and friends. This was like last week. Okay. Meredith and Lisa were having a good time in the photos. So, I mean, but also again, all this is for a show. Yeah. So I think yes, because they have to. Um, but who knows? So then Andy kind of turns to Meredith and was like, what did you mean in the finale when you said you're going to talk about who someone slept that no, no one wants to talk about? And Meredith was just kind of like, did exactly what I predicted she would do and ambiguously said, and didn't talk about it. And then basically they were all kind of saying that there's a ton of rumors out there and that... People should just stop speculating about each other. And, um, and Andy was like, well, what you said sounded like a threat. And then she was like, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and they were trying to diminish the threat by saying there's, we hear all kind of rumors by everybody all the time. Like, you can't really play that game because we could all just say the things that we hear. But yeah. then Meredith was like, well, some rumors have more evidence than others. <laughs> exactly. I was like, well, okay, homegirl's got some dirt. Yeah. So then they, like, break so that Andy can go to the bathroom. And Lisa is like, can I talk to you? Can I talk to you? And Mary's like, I don't know. We're, like, off camera. But we know from watching that they're never off camera during these reunions. Mm -hmm. Um, And so then Lisa sits down and she was basically like, I'm so sorry that I hurt you and Seth and the kids. And she was just saying she was, like, triggered because she had heard that Meredith was saying things about her renovation in her house that it was ugly. Uh, this was a big backfire. Yeah. And then Meredith gets up and storms off and she's like, ah, oh, because I think you have a shitty house. That means you can destroy my entire reputation. Got it. Yeah, exactly. You sounded so fucking petty. 
Yeah. But also the fact that she said, because I said you have a shitty house, which is a fun way to kind of read her and be like, yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> her house looks nice from the show, though. Yeah, but Meredith is nicer, for sure. But it's a rental. Okay. Her husband can't afford to have a house because he quits his job every two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. You can't buy a home when you're fucking half in New York all the time. Um, okay, so that's the end of the episode. Meredith walks away. And we see the next time on. Um, the husbands are there, and it looks like Andy's going to ask Seth what he feels about the Lisa stuff. Because, I mean, he did. she did say... Basically, your wife fucked half of New York, and you can't keep a job. Yeah, and that their family poses. poses. The worst of all. Yeah, he talked about the kids. Posing. <laughs> That's just stupid. That's not an actual... Like, She's just saying they're pretend and they, they're fake. I don't know. The fact that you would even comment, like, no, your friends do not include... No, no, no. I agree. Even if the insult's not that bad... That's not friendly behavior because I, you know, Meredith can start talking about her kids. Yeah. And where's that going to go? So it looks like Andy also asked Sharif if they've had issues with infidelity in the past. Ooh, child. And he asked Jen basically like saying that Stu said that he did it, was guilty. And like that obviously doesn't look bad, look good for Jen. Um, and then it looks like Lisa and Jen get into it and start fighting across Andy. And then he asks, do any of you think she's guilty? And Heather, it looks like the only reason I think maybe someone says yes is because Heather's reaction. She was like, oh, no. Like, shaking her head mm. in disbelief. And then it did show, like, Jen crying. But, like I said, those could be just edited in from a different part of the show. To look like it exactly. was immediately right after. Yeah. And yeah, that's basically the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It seems like you're done. I had a long day. <laughs> no, it was... No, I'm just kidding. I, it wasn't like a, a Smackdown bro. I thought it was a good episode. It was very revealing. Yeah. Um, I do think Meredith is on the rebound. I think she's doing a good job of of regaining her status that she had before like i think she's doing a good job of explaining yeah. herself and what happened in the season and all that i would agree with that i also think they kind of had to have an episode fully about meredith and lisa and then the next episode is probably going to get into jen yeah because that's why I'm, that's why i want to watch the reunion i think um heather is doing a, i like that heather is being aggressive on lisa she's not letting her skirt around things too often yeah um, and, uh, we didn't talk about the, con- she did say maybe the Mormon church is cold. And I was like, Ooh, she's, oh, stepped yeah. off it. she's stepping out, out there. And which is, you know, I'm fine with her saying that. I just mean like, she's really embracing the right. ex-Mormon. She's doing more life. than just being an ex-Mormon on TV. She's calling it a cult. <laughs> yeah. Um, which, you know, the, there is an ex-Mormon support group. So that says a lot too. Yeah. But I think maybe... I don't know, kind of maybe in this season she might have been trying to mend things with her family or something. Yeah. It seems like maybe that just... Is over. Yeah. So mm-hmm. now she's just going to say whatever she feels, I think. Which is good. Yeah. Um. Oh, oh. 
I was going to say, um, Whitney didn't do much this episode, but I do enjoy the dress she has on, and that long glove is everything yeah. for me. She looks so good, and her makeup looks so good in this episode. I'm still mad that Ginny didn't answer the one question she really she got. She avoided it, like the plague. Um, and yeah. I'm just ready for Elisa to just give up on the control. Like, let it go. Just well, be yourself and don't worry about it. I wonder what her and Jen are going to fight about next week. Yeah. Uh, who knows? Also, I for, I meant to mention this up top, but um, Jen's uh, trial date got moved again to July. So oh, right. we were thinking maybe once this is over, the trial is literally going to start the week that this season is over. Uh, and then we were thinking maybe we would do like a trial update kind of a thing on the pod. But um, it is... It is not happening until July. But I guarantee you, even though filming will have wrapped, they will send cameras to that court. Uh-huh. I think I'm actually surprised and kind of pleased a little bit that her legal issues haven't dominated the whole reunion. Um, like Erica? Mm-hmm. I don't know if on Beverly Hills, like, there was definitely one episode that was mostly Erica's legal stuff. So it wasn't... I think I don't, it was like two of the four. It was a lot, yeah. And so I guess, yeah, I guess that's why I'm like, I'm glad it's not, like, she's not, the most of the reunion hasn't been about her, which, of course, the first one was largely just about her. So, you know, and then I didn't want it to be all bunch of, like, speculation about stuff that they can't answer anyways. So, yeah, really no resolution until the trial. Yeah, that's true. So I'm glad it's not been a big Jin Shaw fest. Yeah, I also feel like you can kind of tell that she's taking a backseat a little bit. Yeah. Probably because she was prepped by her lawyers on what to do and what to... Right, don't put yourself in a spot where somebody's going to make a comment or say something. Exactly. Um. Well, did you have anything else you wanted to talk about? Nar. All right, well, if you liked this episode, please share it with your Real Housewives of Salt Lake City friends. Viewing friends, <laughs> uh, and definitely subscribe and give us a review on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen. If you want to talk about this episode with us or any of the episodes, you can go to reason.fm and type in privileged twinks, and we have a whole page there where you can subscribe. It'll tell you when new episodes are out, and also it has a place where you can comment so you can talk to us about. The episodes, maybe what you want to see in the future, as we only have one episode of the main season left. And, yeah, this has been Privileged Twinks. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time. I'm Tyler. I'm Travis. And bye. Bye. Bye.